Welcome to season four of The Culture of Kindness. My name is Nahala Summers and I am your host. A culture of kindness is based on the idea that by bringing kindness into leadership, we reduce stress, anxiety, make happier workplaces, and in turn, improve the bottom line for any organization or institution. It is a book, leadership program, accreditation, and of course, this wonderful podcast. Kindness has been my life's work since I founded the social movement for kindness back in 2012 called Sunshine People. And it has kept me interested on what people have to say on the complexities of kindness ever since. The guest lineup is exceptional. From politicians to social media influencers, best-selling authors to BBC presenters, an eclectic mix of people who all have completely different views on kindness, how we get it and where the world is currently at. If you enjoy this episode, then please do show your support for kindness by subscribing to the podcast, leave a five-star review or simply invest in the book, aptly named A Culture of Kindness, available on Amazon. Thanks so much. I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much, Gloria, for coming on A Culture of Kindness podcast, season four. It seems unbelievable uh, that we're here. And I say that every time I do an episode of season four, but it still does uh, astonish me that we've still got so many people to talk to about kindness and it just the list keeps growing and you are doing some brilliant things I've loved to read about uh, the kindness festival and Leeds and all of these great things so we're going to have a real kind of deep dive into that today I guess first of all before we do that maybe just give a little bit of an overview of of yourself and what makes you happy Wow. Yeah. Um, so what makes me happy? I think I think it's what's been interesting is it's sort of shifted a lot recently. And I find that really kind of simple things make me happy right now. So, you know, when the sun's out, which it is at the moment, that really makes me happy. Being outside, you know, as as now, I mean, I've always liked being outside, but it's now it's just such a much bigger deal and and appreciating it and really looking at um, nature and all its glory even on a, on a perhaps not a, not as nice a day so simple things make me happy and obviously family my friends and I miss I miss my friends you know I miss people I, I haven't been able to see but um, but we have technology now you know which makes it possible you know I've lived away from my family for many many years and for many years, it was a phone call once a month. So now that I can see them on video, you know, that makes me happy. Yeah. So I think there's a lot to be happy about. And I'm generally, you know, I'd say I am, a, you know, I'm more of an optimist. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a realist, but I'm an optimist. I like to look at the positive and find the positive in life. So have you always been an optimist or is that something that is kind of developed over time? I think probably it's developed more over time. I think, um, you know, I, I I don't remember sort of being just like a really happy person all the time, but I, what I have been is very, I think, intuitive, even from a very young age. Now that I look back, I realize I was quite intuitive. So I would pick up on sort of what was going on, even though I didn't understand what was going on. Um, 
and following my intuition has always brought me to the right place. And, and as over the years, I sort of became more conscious of that, that if I listened to my heart, then I would always end up okay. Whereas if I listened to my head only, then I, I kind of would veer off and perhaps make a, make a decision that, I, that in the hindsight wasn't the best thing for me. Mm. So that gives me a lot of happy, you know, like, I guess, happiness and confidence in myself and I'm not saying that I'm confident all the time but generally I have this kind of compass that leads me where I need to be yeah yeah absolutely so let's talk a little bit about kind of your work and and uh, first of all kindness tell me a bit more about that let's let's deep dive into it um, I think it's just brilliant how everybody's kind of talking about kindness now. It's really on the radar and everywhere I turn. And I think you probably know this, that once you're tuned in, you see it everywhere. Suddenly it's like it's just everywhere. And um, kindness kind of came to me. I mean, I guess if I go back a little bit, what, what I, I, I had a corporate job, didn't find corporate life very fulfilling and in fact found it kind of soul destroying and thought I'm not sure I can do this and be be a healthy person and health I guess has always been intuitively very important to me and not just physical health my mental health um, so I ended up training as a, a homeopath I got into complementary health and that really opened up my eyes to to what I felt was true you know is that Quite often, physical things represent, you know, manifest because of emotional things. Mm. So, I think that that kind of start you start tuning into yourself. You start healing yourself, the emotional baggage that we all, you know, we all have from childhood and from teenage dome and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So, what ended up happening is I created a po podcast with my husband a couple of years ago, and I interviewed this wonderful woman who was introduced to me by somebody else. And she was telling me about this project, this idea she had about um, a mass mindfulness, getting people together to meditate. And I've been meditating for many years and I thought, wow, this is brilliant. Um, we need to do this in Leeds. And I felt that in Leeds, I knew people that I could help make that happen, who would help me. And, and we did that and we created that. And it was a very kind thing, even though we weren't talking about kindness, we were talking about community and, and meditation and 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 um, self care. Mm. Uh, those were the kinds of words we used. Through that project, I met the people behind what was at that point called Compassion and Well Being. So they were creating a festival around compassion and well being. And I sort of thought, oh, we're we're part of the same thing. We're doing it in slightly different ways, but it's kind of the same thing. Mm. So I went to a few of their meetings. And there was this one meeting that was, it was an open meeting. Anybody could go who was interested. And suddenly it shifted to kindness. And then, and somebody talked about a kindness revolution. Like they mentioned that and we all looked at her and we were like, oh my God, that's it. That's exactly what we're doing. That's what this is all about. And so I was, I was asked to be to, well, to lead that project in terms of creating the festival. But there had been a lot of work done before then. So I came in, you know, kind of a later stage um, and they had done some brilliant, brilliant groundwork for it. Um, they were talking to a lot of people around Leeds, making some really good connections. Um, and I guess I was brought in to kind of, they could see I 
from a practical point of view, I could put it together. I could bring the people together and kind of make it happen and, 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 and manifest in a physical way what they were talking about. Mm. So that's how kindness came to me. And then since then, it's just been part of, you know, my life in terms of talking about it and, and, and just saying to people, it's, it's, it's like a, I feel like it's a really simple concept. You know what I mean? Kindness, the word itself is a very accessible word. And that's what I love about it. Mm. Compassion can sometimes feel a bit, a bit more heavy. There's something a bit more to it that perhaps isn't as accessible. Whereas kindness, everybody knows what it looks like. Mm. And I think the more people see it and we've seen a lot of it I think recently in, in you know during this time of pandemic and lockdown and people wanting to volunteer and support their neighbors or or reach out to a friend or text somebody or, or or whatever it is I think we've actually seen a lot of it which is perhaps what's building momentum mm. that we all want to see more of it you know wouldn't it be great if we if this was this was how it could be all the time where we're supporting each other mm. and having those conversations and saying, you know, how are you? How, how are you dealing with all this? Are you okay? What, what is kindness to you? You know, you, you very articulately put there that, you know, compassion is heavy and kindness is, is kind of a, a, is a lighter version of compassion. You know, I've spoken to other people and they say compassion sits with kindness and, you know, there's a, there's a whole debate on the values that uh, sit under kindness. But to you, what does that envisage for you if you were to describe it to someone in an elevator pitch? It's yeah. Someone who didn't know anything about kindness and, and was just uh, an alien who popped onto Earth. What would you say to them? I mean, for me, it's really about recognising the value and worth of every human being or every everything that has life in this world, but particularly human beings, it's acknowledging, wow, you're a human, I'm a human. We may come from different places. We may have different accents. We may have different, you know, experiences and, and traditions, but at, at the root of it, we're all humans. And therefore we each deserve to acknowledge and respect the other. Mm. And I think when, when, we do that, the more people we meet of, you know, diverse backgrounds or whatever, um, you just get a sense that actually most people are good. Most people want to do the right thing. You know, they want to have a happy life with their family. They want their, you know, their children to do well. They want to have a job. They want to contribute in some way. They want to be connected to their family and their friends. Yeah. Um, you know, yes, there are people who, who, for whatever reason, can't do that. They're not in a, you know, their background or their their challenges, you know, whatever. I'm not saying that everybody is, but most people are. Mm. And once you see that, then you're like, oh yeah, actually, yeah, this yeah. is good. <laughs> yes, yes. It's interesting. On um, recently, when I was in Northern Ireland, a chap said to me, "When we accept that nobody is the same as us and everybody is different, it it." And, and we can't change that, we can't change people, then it all becomes a little bit easier because the frustrations come from a non-acceptance of who somebody is. Um, so, yeah, it's extremely powerful, right? Uh, 
Every absolutely yeah absolutely and you know and that's not to say that we're you know we all agree we're not all gonna we're not gonna agree on everything and that's that's for sure yeah. um and and I think we get into that oh I'm right you're wrong I'm right you're wrong there's there's no middle ground there's no well actually you know maybe because of what they've experienced in life that's why they they have that belief or that you know they they see that the world that way but all it is is a perspective and I have a slightly different perspective. Mm. And maybe if I share a bit of my perspective and you share a bit of your perspective, we might just understand each other a little bit more. Yeah. That's not to say you're going to convince me. That's not to say I'm going to convince you, but it's just like, oh, okay, well, there's a different way of looking at things. Yeah. Yeah. And that acceptance of it. Love it. Um, the Leeds Festival of Kindness, that's that's what it's called, right? Because you talked about the compassion and well-being previously, but it's kind of evolved into this, has it? Is that yeah? I mean, its full name is the Leeds Festival of Kindness, Compassion, and Well-Being. Right, okay. Which is a long one, but but it it, it kind of does need all of that, you know, because of the different people involved. I think, you know, some of them, you know, compassion, they really wanted that. And I, I can see that. And well-being is, is a, you know, an important part of it. But yeah, we've, we've played around with the name. <laughs> I love that. So tell me what happens at the festival. Where do you hold it? What happens? You know, t- tell us a little bit more about that. I'm, I'm, it, fascinated interested and definitely need to attend when we can again we'd love to have you we'd really love to have you so it's um it's been probably about I guess three years from the from the first conversation between two of our co-founders who said wouldn't it you know what what would a compassionate city look like what would it feel like and they they kind of went through this, you know, what would that be like? Oh wow, well, would it would this happen? Would that happen? And that that's how it sort of it sort of started. And they they felt that the best way to demonstrate what a compassionate city would be like is to have a festival to celebrate, you know, what that is. Um, so we held the first one. They were they were very smart and that they were looking two years ahead. So rather than try and do something then, they, you know, they gave themselves a little bit of time. So the first one took place this past September. And of course, our vision of it, you know, this time last year, if you would ask me what the vision was, you know, it was lots of um, in-person events, you know, in central locations in Leeds, but we always wanted groups and organizations around Leeds to do their own thing as well. Mm. So it wasn't going to be like it's it's all here and in the middle. It was going to be around the city. And one of the key values we have is inclusivity. So we wanted to make it very inclusive in the city, you know, perhaps the, the, the parts of the city that would be harder to reach for us. So we we reached out to community organizations. Um, and we had various things planned. Obviously, everything had to change. You know, at one stage, um, we weren't sure whether we'd just postpone it. And we thought, no, let's let's just move it online. We'll do it differently this year. And, um, and so that, that's what we did. So in early September, you know, we had, it all was kind of worked around. We had a... Um, Our speaker, our main speaker, is a lovely man who perhaps you might want to speak to. His name is Satish Kumar. He's very well known in circles of, um, you know, eco, you know, environmental issues. You know, he's been around for a long time. He's a wise elder and a beautiful man. So, So we had that date. So we were kind of working around 
you know, that date, and that was at the beginning of September, and he launched it, which was amazing. He did a lovely talk, um, you know, in, in, I don't know, 45 minutes, and you just think, oh. <laughs> and then what we did was we, we created events around themes. So themes, we started off with kindness to self, because that was, that was my big thing. Mm. Having done you know, working with people one-to-one about healing, I know that everything starts with kindness to self. If you can heal some of your stuff, if you can, you know, do things to support your health, your, your emotional health, your physical health, that kind of opens up your heart. And then you have much more to give your relationships. So that was the second theme, our relationships, our closest family, our friends. Sometimes our families are that, the, you know, that's, those are the hardest relationships we have yeah. with our family. So that for me was next. And then it's about your community, mm-hmm. what you do in your, you know, your school, your church, you know, your, 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 um, yeah, with your neighborhood, your neighborhood, anything like that. Then we talked about business because as you know, you know, it, it's so important to have those values in business. And there are businesses who have the value of kindness, both for their employees and their suppliers and their customers, but a lot of them don't. Yeah. And a lot of them want to, but don't know how. Mm. And so we, I wanted business to be part of this conversation. And I, you know, there were some great, um, Again, all these things were online. Most of them were recorded, so they're available on Watch Again. So anybody who's interested can go to Mm kinderleads.org and look on the Watch Again page. Um, Then we had kinder spaces. So for that, that was going to be physical spaces where people could just arrive and, you know, have a chat with somebody if they wanted to. And there are places around Leeds who already do that. Mm. We shifted it online. <laughs> we found we, we talked to the, we we had conversations with those places who are like that, who are open to you know somebody dropping in, perhaps who's having a tough time, and somebody will sit and chat with them, or just listen to them, or just be with them. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's not even about chatting; it's just being with somebody. Mm-hmm. And then our last theme was kinder to the planet, because once you are kind to everything, then then it makes absolute sense. Then you're not just going to throw stuff away without thinking about it. You're going to re, you're going to want to recycle because you appreciate the planet and all its beauty and our animals and you know everything. So so that's that's kind of how it worked. So each day has a theme, and there were events, you know, supporting that theme on each day. Yeah, it's hugely important. I think the whole environmental impact thing. I. I'm a huge supporter of a program called Just One Bag, which is um, it was set up as a grassroots thing at the beginning of the year. A lady um, called Sarah Burgess and her husband, Phil, and and their two children started picking up rubbish and uh, and and decided that they would uh, pick up 2020 bags, you know, in representation for the year and and asked other people to come on board. And, uh, well, they they smashed that in April and uh, I think they've got 20,000 bags they just did that yesterday and they started this kind of community of people being just that bit more aware and bringing people together and it's yeah it's been great to support them Sunshine People supported them and and I think um so I believe you know just great topics there on on kindness I couldn't agree more um 
but there is this thing around the environment you know it's not about um even having to get really hippie about it or anything like that it's just about that self-awareness of what's the impact that we're having um at this moment in what we're doing and thinking can we do it differently to reduce our impact because every single person matters because if we're all doing that if we're all being a little bit more self-aware of it then we start to make huge change right you know a million people do that and we start to make big change so I love that uh, you brought that in um so what's the plans for the festival? What's going to be happening next? I mean, I imagine that you've got some great things happening for it. And I, I have to say at this point, I, I went to university in Leeds. I am a huge Leeds uh, fan. I lived there for a further three years. So seven years of my life was in Leeds. I, I just absolutely love the city. So I'm loving hearing what's happening. And uh, so, but so tell me what the future is, because uh, I'm going to book my tickets. I'm, I'm there. Please. Yeah, no, absolutely. So so what's interesting, Nahala, is that um, the plans are kind of up in the air at the moment. We're sort of waiting to see. So, so we don't even have, you know, actual dates yet. I'm kind of putting it out there. I think it should be September. September feels right for me because it gives us enough time. Um, but what we want to do is a mix of online and face-to-face events because what's been brilliant about the online thing, which was again an unexpected gift of doing it, is that we reached way outside of Leeds, you know, much further than I ever thought. So we we were in 16 locations outside of Leeds. You know, somebody just heard about it, tuned in, you know, connected on some level and, and we were like, wow. And just within um, within the UK, I can't remember how many locations, you know, it was something like, something mad, like 93 locations we ended up, you know, yeah. being, you know, being connected to, which is brilliant, you know, because, because it starts in Leeds, but it was never just limited to Leeds. Mm-hmm. You just start where, you know, where you are, where you know, and I think Leeds has the, the kind of the, the right soil for it, you know. That even the 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 council, um, they talk about Leeds being a compassionate city. They have compassionate city awards, which is how we connected with them. So we were supported very well, you know, by the council in terms of right. You need to talk to this person. This is somebody who can help you, or you know that sort of thing. So I think we have all the ingredients here to really push it out. But you know, we've had um, contacts from North Wales, you know, from Derbyshire. Cardiff is doing something, you know, independently, or they've heard about us and they want to know, well, how do, how could we do this? Mm-hmm. So we want, we want it to spread, yeah. you know, and, 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 and connecting with you and connecting with, you know, I was part of Kind Fest a couple of weeks ago, you know, all these exciting people, you know, things going on and people wanting to get the message out there, you know, that's what we're all doing. It's, and again, we're doing it in slightly different ways. But the message is actually the same. And the more we connect with each other, the stronger that message becomes. Yes. So um, yes. so I'm, I'm kind of hedging my, you know, I'm not really telling you because I don't, I don't know. We're keeping a very open mind as to what we're doing. Hopefully some of the things that we had wanted to do this past September, we will do. So one of the, the great ideas um, one of my colleagues had was this kindness exchange, which was having all these different groups and charities and, you know, from little ones, because there's some some small organizations in Leeds doing amazing work to, to bigger ones. 
having them all in one place, and this was going to be at this um, the Civic Hall, mm. and people coming and and learning about them, and them learning about each other. You know, wow, you do that right? I hadn't heard of you. You know, I mean, it's I'm just amazed at how many people are doing fantastic work every single day. And, and people don't know about it. And that's what I want to do is be shouting from the rooftops is look at all this. You, you, you know, you can be part of this in as little or as much, you know, or, or not at all. Just do your own thing in your own life. Mm. It doesn't matter as long as you feel connected to that, that feeling of mm. kindness that we're connected and that we all have a role to play. And whatever that is, whatever, you know, piece you do, it does make a difference in the same way that it makes a difference to the environment. It makes a difference to everything. I think there's this huge thing about promoting uh, charities because it gives people a place to go where they can go and volunteer and be part of something. Because I think we need to do that. We need to promote up, particularly some of the smaller organisations that rely so much on volunteering for for people to help promote them or promote its social enterprises you know i'm huge on social enterprises even more so than charities i think um because they are so volunteer led and so uh based on putting back into the world their their purpose never changes it it never becomes about the money target it becomes about what are we putting back out into the community so I'm huge on social enterprises, but, um, and uh, so it is, it's, it's, um, it's just really important work. It's really important for us to keep sharing our stories and, um, and what develops off the back of that, really. Um, Kindness is a, is an interesting, um, one to try and get out I think uh, for me it becomes a struggle to have the press have a conversation about it you know in the work that I've done to get the media talking about it did you find that the Leeds press supported the festival did they get behind it or did you struggle to to get it out there I think our local press were actually pretty good about supporting it. Yeah. Um, again, because it was Leeds kindness, they can kind they could kind of see it. And I was lucky enough to um, I knew somebody at um, uh, BBC Radio Leeds who had supported us with the um, the Mom Project, the Mass Mindfulness Project. So I just thought, well, I'll just let her know and see. If she, and she was brilliant. She was really supportive and got us on various things. And I think that's what you need. You just need a champion. You just need a, you know, somebody to like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's happening on our doorstep. Oh, you know, I would have liked it, of course, to have gone out much wider, but but it was most important that it was supported here. Yeah. Um, you know, and and hopefully, you know, as more of us are talking about it, you know, the press can't ignore it. I mean, they they'll they'll ignore it for a while until they can't anymore. <laughs> yeah. Until people are like wanting to hear about it more you know there's definitely a feeling from uh from the stuff that I've been doing in the fact that people are tired of they see the divisiveness they see the negativity coming out from the media and you know I've even had media say we're just not running good news stories at the moment I mean wow yeah it's it's and, and that to me 
says where we're at because it doesn't get the clicks maybe um, that the divisive stories does. And uh, it's, it's down to the people, you know, when the people start seeing it for what it is, because their brains will automatically go, oh, God, I better read that because that might be that might cause me danger. You know, I need to check that out. But when we start to see that for what it is, uh, we'll start to see different news, I think. But it's interesting, you know, as you say, oh, I, I see more and more of it. And I talk about the algorithms that we all have. You know, the more that we click on those good news stories, the more that we will see good news. Um, but another question, I mean, running out of time already, and I get to this stage, I could just chit chat all day. But um I'm really interested, two, uh, two more questions, but uh, really interested in this kind of um, in-person festival and um, the doing it online festival. Do you, and so it kind of triggered in my mind this change in the way that people are interacting. Do you think that kindness, um, what's your thoughts on kindness kind of online and then your kindness of being in person do you do you feel that people need that in person do you think that just being online is enough for people right now or what what's your thoughts on that I I think you know online has a place definitely and I think we were talking about this the, the other day because sometimes you can feel actually very safe in an online group mm. um it's all about who you're who you're with isn't it you know whether that's in person or or online so I was on a on a call on Monday with a lovely group of people there, there are eight of us in total and it's a very safe group now we're all there with a purpose you know it's 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 called a life purpose group so we're all there you know very open-hearted very you know willing to listen to each other so I think you can create some very safe and beautiful spaces online. Um, but of course, it is, it is I, you know, I miss seeing people and hugging people. Yeah. And, you know, even going to a shop and having a mask where you can't see, you know, really see a person. Like I try and smile. You smile with your eyes, but, you know, it, it does help to see a person's mm. mouth smiling. So I try and smile at people because I feel like sometimes the masks just make us kind of head down and focus on what we're doing and, and just kind of. And I understand it. You know, shopping isn't isn't fun as, as mm. it used to be. It's, it's more stressful. So we're just kind of getting in and out there. But I try and look at people and, and acknowledge them and smile when I can. And sometimes I get a smile back and sometimes I don't, you know, that's, that's just how it is. But I think there's a place for both. I think online, you know, I try to be, you know, kind online, you know, I follow people who are, who are kind, who are sending out positive messages or whatever. So my experience is I guess a bit biased because of who I choose to follow and who I choose not to follow and what I choose not to listen to. Um, I'm amazed at sometimes what people will say online. You know, I'm like, wow, where's that coming from? What, why? <laughs> what, why do you feel the need to say that? You know, and say it in print. And I don't know. But again, that's their their stuff. I don't think online is necessarily an awful place. I think there's awfulness online. There's awfulness in person. It depends where you're 
putting your energy in. And as you say, the media, you know, I've had loads of people say to me, I don't watch the news anymore. And I, I personally hardly watch the news. Mm. I don't. I don't think it's helpful. It's not, you know, I'll listen to the radio and I'll get a headline and I'll be like, okay, I might need to find out about that because yeah. that impacts me in my local area or whatever. I need to know a little bit more. But that constant, constant fear, you know, the world is ending, it's all awful. It's not. It's yeah. not. Look yeah. outside. It's not. I see families um, walking together every day. I see families riding their bikes every day. I never used to see that or not, not as much, mm. you know, and I'm like, oh, it's so nice to see. It's so nice to see people outside and walking every day and not just the dog walkers who have to walk their dogs. Yeah. So it's all about perception and to be very careful with you know the groups you're in the people you're connected to the information that you allow to come in I think I think that makes a massive difference to to how you see the world yeah. and you know how you feel on a given day yeah. so you know People like you, Nala, you know, you're, you're sending out the right message. You know, you're doing this, you know, you did this bike ride. I was really curious about, you know, what you were doing and how long you were out there and everything. You know, there's lots of lovely stuff going on in the world. Tune into that. And guess what? Your heart starts to grow and you want to connect more with it. And, and it impacts how you are with people. I'm not, you know, not perfect. It's not like I don't get angry or frustrated, but I try and, if I don't do it right that time, I think about how I would do it better next time. Or I catch myself and think, how can I word this in a way that that is is a better way that yeah. might get my message out there without being so harsh and so cutting or whatever. Absolutely. I'm totally on board with that. Um, already at the end, I'm going to ask the final question, which is always the same. What does a culture of kindness mean to you and how do you see that? I think a culture of kindness would just be more like these conversations, you know, really listening to each other. I think listening, one of the, the things that came out of the, um, the festival are kind listening spaces. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend those to somebody to really become better at listening. And if we listen to each other, you know, a lot of problems we have in the world are because people don't communicate well. And usually that's because they're not listening to the other person. They're thinking about what they want to say. They're, they're, they've already got their answer back. So for me, a culture of kindness is about listening, is about acknowledging people, um, and out of that comes nice stuff. You know, you want to compliment somebody. You want to smile at somebody. You want to connect with somebody. You you know, that's, I guess that's what I, I'd like to see more and more of. And that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Gloria, thank you so much. I hope everybody kind of is going to tune in to the Leeds Festival of Kindness, Compassion and Wellbeing and uh, and I will certainly be if I can come in, in person to some of the events I will certainly do that and come and stay with some friends and, and just enjoy it so yeah look forward to seeing what happens next year with that. I will keep you posted and yes you will you know you'll be here it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you very much Gloria. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you have loved this episode, please do share it with others. Pop on and give a lovely review, but mostly take forwards into your life something that can change someone else's. We are looking for the elusive happiness and kindness is the action that can get us there.